You're listening to episode number 468 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 29 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 44 anti-ups, and 82 Vegas cocktails, and lots, lots more for only $7 per month. And that's a subscription to Patreon. You'll find that at patreon.com slash 360vegas. <laughs> Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> I am. Uh, I super am. I super am. I'll, I will let the listeners in that. Uh, so I work for the state of Michigan, and I've shared that many times, so I don't think that's going to be a, a surprise. But today happened to have been... So this is weird. Traditionally, the way it works is if 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 Christmas Eve falls on a Saturday, you get the Friday before it off. Mm-hmm. And if Christmas falls on a Sunday, you get the Monday off. Right. Like, they will always roll... You will never lose... A, a state or, or, or a national state holiday, right? Right. But for some weird reason, they rolled Christmas Eve back to this Friday, and I will get Monday off for actual Christmas Day. But <laughs> then I'm going to be at work on December 26th, and I'm going to be so cranky. Like, don't expect <laughs> any productivity out of me. Right. But, <laughs> the news is, I've been drinking all day, so I'm coming in hot, and I've got some fun. Uh, Dining, Best of Dining and Nightlife Awards 2022 for the best outdoor dining. And mm-hmm. I think that, I, well, but yeah, you know, I'm just, I'll defer. <laughs> so the best Las Vegas downtown outdoor dining for this year, 2022, was the Citrus Grand Pool Deck at downtown grand citrus is pretty cool right. i haven't For eaten dining it. yeah I, I didn't i didn't uh, i didn't know about the dining but I mean, to be fair there's not a lot of outdoor dining options downtown there's there's a couple at container park yeah technically you you can you can eat outside if you're at triple george or if you're at uh, pizza rock they oh, have that that's little true. that little area out yeah. there hmm. yeah huh and, and frankly, I'm a little surprised that those weren't the winners, but we'll move on. How about this for locals? Because you guys are giant Red Rock fans. Another Red Rock winner. Hearthstone Kitchen and Cellar. Oh, I love which is now closed. Was, yeah. Oh, it's now closed. It's now yeah. closed. Okay. Well, it was a great one, though. Well, it used to be great. The last couple times we were there, we did not have good experience. Yeah, whoever both the from, executive chef was not the same. One well, the servers... <laughs> Kind of the service off. slipped too, so yeah. I wasn't surprised um, when they closed earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was good when we first moved out here. Um, we went there a couple times. And oh it yeah, was, it was really good. And then the last couple times we've been, and we've you know we've, we've taken people there because we're like, oh, it's Hearthstone, and then you kind of get there and you're like, meh, not so good. So interesting. And then finally, on the strip, the best outdoor dining, and I, d- I don't necessarily agree with this, Let but the guess. best outdoor dining, Mona the winner B. was, no, which is why I don't agree with it. I <laughs> would have voted Mona Miga B. The winner was Tableau at Win Las Vegas for the best outdoor dining. Well, it's probably better food mm-hmm. than Mona yeah, Miga B. Be. Um, How about this? How about best happy hour? Now, I this is darn it. I wish uh, this was the episode we should have recorded with uh, Alistair. Alistair, who's the master of winner. Yes, he is. Yeah, this guy, he he knows. So, Alistair, what do you think about these three, buddy? For the Las Vegas downtown winner, it was Triple George Grill at the downtown Mm. grand for best happy hour. They used to. Have. It was like everything on the menu was half off. Or yeah, if you like well, and if you sat at the bar, that's what it was. You yeah. got 
deals on everything. And I don't think they're doing that anymore. So it sounds like they might have just limited it down to a happy hour. But yeah, that used to be the place to go, man. Go sit up at the bar and you got half off everything. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Another Red Rock winner, the Flying Pig Lounge. How do you guys feel about that being the best happy hour I've, for locals? I've never even I've heard never of it. I've never heard of it. Flying Pig Lounge. No, no, no idea. I don't even know where that would be in the property. Yeah, me neither. And I've been all over that property. Like, I mean, maybe it's one of those the, hidden um, uh, hidden gems or some chilling. Like well, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, little yeah, too I, hidden then if possibly, we've never heard possibly. of it. Right. This is an interesting on the strip win, guys. And I mean this sincerely. Because I've got mixed emotions, but I think both of you will probably touch on it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite both of you to... Uh, comment before I do. Best happy hour on the strip is the 108 drinks at uh, Strat Hotel Casino. It was back when you so it was got to be trip right? to the top. Yes. In 2022, you, I think you exactly. used to have a free trip to the top. So yeah, I, I would I'd give it that under those conditions. But not again, not anymore. No. Kind of like Hearthstone not being there and a few other things. Isn't that wild? That's how quickly this city turns I don't know that I would D- does call that the out. best happy hour. I don't know. That's a, well, it's a great view I, listen, and a yeah, decent happy hour. Yeah. I'd make an argument. If you wanted to know where the best happy hour is, you just follow Alistair because he will show you in his <laughs> At that time, in, in the specific yeah. area where yeah. you're yeah. at. Yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, last one, last one. This is best lounge. So they say, grab the Maxology menu and even just order up an ice cold beer. Craft beers are all the rage at numerous casino lounges and bars are adding them to the menus all the time. A lounge offers a bit of high class uh, relaxation and a great way to start some chill time in between gambling sessions or possibly while waiting for the turnstiles to open at the great show you've been uh, waiting for with your ticket. So here we go downtown las vegas they say the best best lounge downtown las vegas is the rush lounge at the golden nugget las vegas yeah i don't know about that any one of you never jump in i I don't spend the silence be yeah listeners let the silence be speak for itself you know (laughs) listen if i were to say um where would i personally personally want to go to hang out in a lounge downtown Honest to God, I would actually want to hang out at El Cortez at whatever that video poker bar is. It's kind of tucked away in its own private area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, that would be now. It's right by Seagull. It's not I really a lounge, so it doesn't yes. maybe have the specialty cocktail, but. No, it's a lounge. Is it? Yeah. One right by Seagull's? Okay, maybe I'm right. not thinking of it. I'm thinking of the wrong one, I think. Okay. I mean, I'm willing to concede, Karen, I have not looked at the menu outside of gambling at the video poker, but. Uh, that for me personally. How about this? Now this one is this one is definitely plain to you too. This is a locals place, the Silverton Casino one, with a place called a Shady Grove Lounge at Silverton Casino. Ever yeah. experienced no, that place? I, st- I still haven't been to Silverton. I've never been to Silverton, so yeah. I don't know. But a name like Shady Grove makes me think of a retirement home. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like Shady Pines, Ma. Shady Pines. Right. All right. How about this one? At Resorts World, this was on the strip. This was the winner for the Las Vegas Strip Resorts World's um, Alley Lounge on 66. I haven't been there, but I know you have. 66 Lounge, yeah, I don't, I don't even recall it. All right, well, All right. If you don't recall it, that says a lot about it. Well, no, I, know, I mean, I'm sure Alistair's hit it up a couple times. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's beautiful, and it's got a great view. Like to me, it's it's being blurred with um, circus. Uh, it, it from, just, oh, from sure. what I remember, it's a very small space. Right. Uh, so there's not, you can't fit a ton of people in there, but everything that I've heard says that, yeah, the, the cocktails are good and the view is fantastic. But okay. again, I haven't, I don't, haven't spent a lot of time at Resorts World. So. Well, I think that should probably uh, roll us into the show. As always, he's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and we start with Random Vegas. Allegiant Stadium generated $2.29 billion in economic impact to the city of Las Vegas, including $128 million in tax revenue. We got that from at Mitt, or Mick Akers, hmm. who's a writer for the RJ. Hmm. In case that's not clear, why, why he would be a source that we would... <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Was yeah. it just in a year, or is, it, is that since it opened? Uh, I do not know. I literally rode you. R- rode. I rode, literally you rode, rode me? I've written. 
Yeah, he did. Re- <laughs> Rode you like a hurricane. <laughs> I, I, I read it. I read it as uh, as it were in in the publication. Okay. I think it was a tweet or something. I just I just took the whole tweet. Next up is the twit pick of the week. Following last week's holiday theme, at underscore Grandpa D outdid himself with a collection of various Vegas locations themed for the holidays. Everything from Stardust's Akua Kua Tiki statue with a giant Santa hat on to more views of Fremont Street with decorations strewn across the street. Our favorite this week was the view of Stardust's original marquee anchored with Christmas decorations, full size, which only further gave perspective to just how large the sign was in its day. As is common in Vegas signage, if you aren't paying attention, you might miss the decorations, although not in this photo. Interesting. Yeah. I- I actually like the one, because, again, it's a collage of four photos. Right. I like the yes, one yes. that looks like the St. Louis Arch that has the bell hanging down. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I want to say that was Where at was Desert it? Inn. Okay. Um, but I'm not 100% on it. Uh, I think it, it's Desert Inn. I mean, it looks like a pavilion, and there's definitely, like, a motel behind it. Right. Um, but that mm-hmm. one, I think, is, is cool. The, the old school Sahara, too, is. Which is. Yeah, the big giant wreath. Yeah. <laughs> there's some fun pictures. Your pick is interesting, Karen. Because for me, my favorite was the flamingo. So it still got that. Um, Mark, help tower. me out. What's that, what's that called? The um, like the champagne tamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The champagne tower. There was a Christmas tree right in front with some. Well, there's a tree. There's a tree that had Christmas lights on it. That was that was a close second for me. This is. Yeah, this is beautiful. Just, just beautiful. I, you know, and and here's the thing too. I've been out. Um, to Vegas, flying out on Christmas Day, and there's always a little bit of a nod to Christmas, but I respect, listen, I truly do, I respect the fact that Vegas goes, whoa, 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 we got lots of people here (laughs) who may or may not celebrate, quote unquote, the Christmas Day, and there are lots of other holidays, or they don't don't celebrate at all, and, and that's fine, but Vegas has a little touch of everything for everyone that's looking for it, right? Like if you're looking for a menorah or some blue, you can find it. If you're looking right. for right. a Christmas tree or a wreath, you'll find it. And so beautiful, beautiful pictures. I, I get why you picked this. And as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. The news is brought to you by stripwalking.com for the ultimate customizable POV, uh, POV walking experience in Vegas. Please check out stripwalking.com. Sorry, stripwalking. That was, that was a me problem, not a you problem. <laughs> <clears throat> the book, Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim, is the most succinct telling of the mob's time in Vegas that we've ever read. It cuts through all the myths and gives you the details of organized crime's time in the city. It specifically focuses on how the mob stole money before it was reported as earnings to the IRS and how it worked until it didn't anymore. Learn how the mob controlled the entire operation with a single point man whose job it was to make sure that the skim ran as smoothly as possible. This masterpiece is a quick read and very much worth every moment you put into it. Like an Onion, the Vegas Skim is available now on Amazon.com. First up is the Super Bowl accommodations. What's happening here? Yes, the NFL released renderings of their plans for Vegas for Super Bowl 58, which once again includes a studio located directly in front of the Fountains of Bellagio. This installation will begin the first week of January and will cause road closures of two uh, two lanes closest to the fountains to be closed on Las Vegas Boulevard. Road closures will begin January 8th to prepare for the event. According to Caesars Entertainment, demand for rooms is reaching, quote, historical levels for the company. Wow. So I, I just I have to put this out there because it was popping up on Twitter already. Like as soon as these pictures were released, there were people saying, oh, we're going from F1 to Super Bowl and more traffic. And I was just like, stop, just stop. We've already had a Pro Bowl. We've already had the NFL draft. Those were fine. They were dress rehearsals for having the Super Bowl. Mm. It's not going to be... I mean, again, F1 didn't impact nearly as much as people said it did. 
and I just stop people. This is what Vegas does are big events over the top. Right. They're good at it. So just stop. It does. The traffic is annoying, but other than that. No, it is. But it's it's going to be like if you're right out in front of Bellagio. So it's not like it's, right. you know, going to be the whole length of this. Well, the other length of the strip is still under construction on the north part, which is a whole other <laughs> whole other issue. Uh, but no, it's not. If you're driving up and down the strip, it's, it's one little section that's going to be right. blocked off for them to put this in. Yep. So just just avoid it when driving. It's easy to easy to okay. do. And if you know it, if you know, like, hello, when any time Super Bowl is going on, playing around it. Exactly. In, and you don't know about it, that's on you. All right, Mark, talk to me about the next Black Book edition, please. The list of excluded persons had an addition to it this week as the NGC unanimously voted to add Mississippi resident and self-described magician and illusionist, illusionist <laughs> Sean Joseph Benward. Benward was convicted of cheating at roulette in several states and was kicked out of 17 Nevada casinos. Wow. His scheme involved gaining the confidence of the dealer, then moving closer to the wheel so that he could place late bets in the game, convincing dealers he had placed his chips on the wrong number. Benward is the 36th person added to the list of excluded persons. Only 36. I find that wild to believe that he is o- there are only 36 people. Yeah. Right. Well, and apparently you you really have to fuck up to get put oh, yeah, on the list because he's been kicked out of seventeen, right? Just in yeah. in Nevada alone. Self-described, I'm an illusion. I know, right? If you were to exactly, apparently he's not really good at the sleight of hand. Then if he got caught, yeah, right. <laughs> seventeen <laughs> times. And any of us, anybody can be self-described. <laughs> right. Hey, I am self-described, terrible lion, <laughs> lying. Sorry. What is BLVD details? All right. Excitement for the BLVD complex currently under construction across the street from City Center Complex just radically got less interesting when three of the anchor tenants were announced. They are Adidas, H&M, and Puma. When complete, BLVD, or Boulevard, will be the largest standalone retail and entertainment-fueled environment on the Strip, or so they say. Still waiting for details regarding the entertainment aspect of that claim? So are we. PR Drivel says that when it's done, it will equal Times Square, Hollywood Boulevard, and other high-density visitor-driven destinations. It's unclear just how full of shit that statement is, but we're going to guess significant. The 400,000-square-foot retail destination is expected to be complete August of 2024. They're really hyping themselves up with that if they're comparing themselves to Times Square. I know, right? <laughs> like when we, we just landed Adidas. Like, I know. It's no, and Puma. Right. And Puma. Well, and H&M. Because Watch when all of the 80 years come out. <laughs> right. come out. Well, again, an H&M, which is not you like it's what? in I, every single I, mall everywhere. Right. Here's what I hope. And I mean this sincerely. And it's, I mean this sincerely, but sarcastically sincerely. I hope that um, the Fertitta dude who owns um, Golden Nugget and is, and is building the new casino with that corner right. mm-hmm. there yes. where Harley Davidson was. I hope it's a huge fucking success. Yeah. And I hope that what it comes back to is if you want to be on the strip, you better be building a fucking casino because the only thing that's going to be successful on the strip in Las Vegas is casino related activity that one can't get outside of Las Vegas. Nobody is coming to Vegas to fucking shop at a goddamn Puma store. Okay. (laughs) Nobody. And it's going to be a terrible loss. And this is one of those instances where, although I say I want everything to be successful in Las Vegas, this I actually root against. I just <laughs> want to see it on the strip, and that's all we're going to get. So, Well, and it's it's, it's funny. Okay, again, on this trip, there's a difference. If you think about, like, Container Park is doesn't have a casino, but it's mm-hmm. kind of a destination place, but it has that gigantic jungle strip, gym. Huh? It's not on the strip. I know, but it's I'm just... Okay. Apparently, I can't argue with Tony now. He's just going to keep mumbling in the background. No, 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 no. I just, I just, you're, you're comparing, <laughs> you're comparing meth to monkeys, right? Like, forget apples to oranges. Meth to monkeys? I, I, <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Right? <laughs> okay. Let, I, let it go. I love what the container park's doing on Fremont Street. 
but they're different, right? Yeah, like they are. When I come to the Strip, I just want wall-to-wall casinos. Like up and down, my eyes are boggled by the beautiful casinos. <laughs> and H&M? Yeah. Well, and it, it looks like, it, at least from the outside at night, it will light up as well from some yeah. of the renderings I've seen. So it it'll looks be flashy. I, I, just, I was like, this is, this is what we're building towards. Yeah. Well, the people that owned it, I'm guessing, don't have a gaming license, yeah. and they had the land, so they needed to do something with it. And hey, let's add another shopping. Yeah, I mean, when you consider what was there, that, that little cul-de-sac of, uh, or not cul-de-sac. Uh, uh, That's where the Hawaiian Marketplace was, wasn't it? No, no, it was um, the place just past the Harley Davidsons. Right. That's not the Hawaiian. No, no, oh. uh, Hawaiian was further. Oh back. no, this right there was a travel lodge or something there. Yeah, there was travel lodge, and it was. Uh, uh, shopping plaza that we never went to there was a mcdonald's in it at one point and then it swapped mm-hmm. over to a to a f what was it fat burger fat burger that's what i almost said yeah. fuddruckers <laughs> <laughs> you know that that fat burger was the highest grossing fat burger in the entire company i'm not surprised it's also i think one of the only ones that sold alcohol so i'm sure that helped right it helps everything that's going to do it for news let's move into prop bets For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop Bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me, available free on the iPhone. From Cosmopolitan's Identity Rewards Club to MGM Grand is being delayed. This time to an unidentified quote later date in 2024. Yay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, the longer I mean, it gets right? delayed, I'm, the better. I'm counting on you two to jump in. Yeah. No, the longer it gets delayed, the better. Although they've they've it's killed any yeah. any offers that I used to get. There's just nothing. Now you're just kind of getting credit for stuff that's not going to transfer over. Right. So, I mean, they've, they've already got it. Whatever. Move on. LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to lasvegaspins.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for lasvegaspins.com. Ramsey's Kitchen at Harrah's closed for a quick renovation this week and have already reopened. By the way, the restaurant opened on November 16th. <laughs> so a month into it, right. they did a quote-unquote quick renovation. Like, What did they fuck up on I know, so bad. building it that they had to, a month in, had to <laughs> shut it down and renovate? Exterior work is being done to the new Versailles Tower at Paris, making the tower look less like the existing Paris structure and more, and more like horseshoe. Karen apparently coughed and it aggravated Surrey. Sorry, Surrey decided to jump into the conversation. <laughs> For what it's worth, on this side of the uh, headphones, I did not catch that. Oh, okay. that's, that's amazing. That's amazing that, um, so it's a part of the Paris complex, but they're making it look like the horseshoe. Well, that's what one side of it looks like the horseshoe. I, I, I don't know if they're splitting it, you know, so one side looks paint like Paint one side or, one color, one side the other. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It just it's bizarre that you see the difference and you're like, going, that doesn't look more like Paris. Well, and if you look, yeah. Tony, he's got a, a link. He actually put the link in the notes there, so you can click on the picture. Oh, that's right. You've got your hard copy. Never mind. Um, the links don't work on paper, just in case you didn't know that. Hey, Karen. Um, <laughs> I keep her right here. <laughs> but if you pull also it up, because I, when I read it, at first I was like, wait, are those flipped? Like it's supposed to be looking less like Horseshoe and more like Paris. He's like, no. And you pulled up the picture and it looks like they're painting it that the same like cream color that they did to the Horseshoe, which. That's insane. That's insane. So. There's no way to tell the difference that that is. 
Yeah. That's what's, if they think that is tying up more of the color code into right. Paris versus the color code it is, horseshoe. Yeah. Loser. Right. That's a, that's a documentary regarding the chaos day slash nightclub palms while it was owned by Stations Casino is coming soon. No word where or how it will be available. Yeah. So this is funny to me. You know that they, because if they're doing a documentary about it, they were probably filming it. Because it was while be a they, documentary about how they, how awesome how it was. Off, right, exactly. Yeah, that, so they when they were building it, they're like, look at all we're doing and all this stuff, and it's going to end up being a documentary about what a colossus, colossus failure it was. Yeah. An expensive failure at that. Yeah. Which is very interesting. I think we've all lost out on that giant <laughs> nine-foot dick. That yeah. They had. I don't miss that at all. No. <laughs> Las Vegas locally is reporting that Fremont Street Experience was on lockdown for a time last week after a person climbed the canopy claiming that they had a bomb, which they didn't. Well, of course they didn't. <laughs> they never do, Karen. Or they seldom do. They don't. Binion Steakhouse announced it will be temporarily closed December 19th through the 27th for unclarified reasons. That's usually... So, so usually the end of December, the mm-hmm. restaurants will close right. for like a week for a massive deep cleaning. Some of the shows will uh, go on, go dark too yeah. for vacation. But yeah, if you're if you're coming out here, kind of that last week of December, the last two weeks of December, you'll notice that that a lot of the restaurants will say that they're temporarily closed, and and it is what they're doing. They're they're bringing in the cleaning crews and doing like a massive deep clean, especially in the kitchens, because with the volume that they push through those, yeah. they they can do. Regular cleanings. There's some shit you don't hear on every show. Yeah. Well, I, I know a little bit about it. Um, <laughs> they'll do regular cleanings, you know, obviously every month or every however often, but sometimes you really got to get in there in the nooks and crannies, and, and that's what they do. Vital Vegas is reporting that the Hunger Games attraction at MGM Grand will close at the end of March 2024. No. <laughs> what will take its place, but the archery element of the attraction is apparently staying and will be retooled into a new concept. So Hunger Games has lost its straw, I take it. Which, Which is, is weird because they just had that, that prequel or something come out and it was a huge hit. Yeah, wasn't that a series? I, I remember seeing something about it, but I didn't pay attention. And kind of in tied into similar news, the Avengers attraction at Treasure Island is closing on January 2nd. Vital Vegas is reporting that a pirate-themed attraction will take its place. I just can't see. Why that. not? Yeah, I don't. I don't see how that how that if, works. If Marvel couldn't make money, right. there's no way a pirates a gen, generic pirates theme is gonna yeah. do anything. There are reports of people receiving false parking tickets in Vegas. A few tips to tell if they're real or not include handwritten notes. Tickets accept payments from Cash App, <laughs> and the ticket doesn't have necessary citation, number, date, or officer's name present. Who, who falls for this shit? I don't know. That, that, that's, that's unnerving. That and the, uh, the, the fake uh, Uber people is starting to... Like, that I feel like scary. Getting, I feel like they're getting aggressive you know, with, their, with their schemes. Yeah, the fake Uber thing is, is scary. But yeah, why would you think... Okay, so you get, number one, a handwritten parking ticket. The cash ticket. app would give it away from me. Uh, right, and then it says, oh, pay the ticket on the cash right. app. Here's uh, a Venmo. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. It was sure this week that Fountain Blue charges not only a dining charge for in-room dining, but an eighteen percent service charge. Eighteen percent. Is it? But don't most? I thought most hotels do that now. I, mean, I don't. You, I don't know. It was. It was shocking to see for me. I, I mean, if they do, I'm glad I don't order at them. I mean, it's it's been a while since I've. Uh, usually, I would. I, I would use room service more when I used to travel for work. Right. Because, you know, you'd get done and you're just like, I don't want to be around people. Just let me go to my room. But there was always, so there's tax, there is there is a delivery fee, and usually it's a service charge slash auto gratuity that's added on. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe and it's normal fine. and I just haven't seen it in a while. If that's what it is, then fine. Pay attention to that. You don't have to tip on the actual charge that yeah. comes through. Right. Exactly. Because they've already included an 18% service fee. Yeah. yeah. But I, I love that we as a podcast put that out there to say, just, you know, pay attention to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Plans for a private slash public 
funded pedestrian bridge crossing Las Vegas Boulevard and Convention Center Drive was approved this week by the county commissioners. This is just the first step in the process to bring the proposed bridge to life. By Resorts World. Oh, I wondered where that was. Because yeah. I saw I saw recently they released renderings. Uh, Tony, I don't know if you saw, Again, saw these. for Sahara. For, it's yeah, been out the, for years. The Sahara-Las Vegas Boulevard um, interchange. And I did not see that. It, it looked really cool because instead of it, because you know how most of the pedestrian crossings are like squared off, right? So you get up and you cross this way and cross this way. The renderings for this, it was a circle. So there were, you know, entry, entry points at each corner, but instead of it being squared off, it was circular and kind of over the top of the inter- intersection, which I thought was really interesting, except when I was, we were down there the other day. I forget why we were down um, at that corner. But if you, you know the Walgreens that's on the northeast corner? So if I you're... It's literally right on the corner. So if they were going to try to do this circular walkway that they're talking about, it would have to funnel directly into the, like the second floor of the Walgreens, similar to does how it, it does. Second floor? Yeah, huh. I told you. It's, I don't think there's anything up there, but if you look at the the second floor, there's it's got like a balcony. There's like a, a space where you could, you know. Put an outdoor seating area or something. <laughs> and View from Walgreens. I know, and um, you know, but they've got doors going out there and everything. I didn't. Right. It didn't look like they were using it for anything. But the way that the building is oriented, it's right up on the corner. It would have to tie into that. Hmm. So that one I'm interested in, in seeing what happens. I really could care less about Resorts World and the Convention Center and stuff. It was cool. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> it was announced this week that the Venetian has entered into a new multi-year partnership with the Vegas Golden Knights. The deal not only promotes the team, but will host watch parties inside different venues inside the casino. Details forthcoming. Huh, interesting. I know, right? I uh, Listen, I love the Las Vegas Knights and I love the Venetian. If they find a way to team up together, good for them. It, it's kind of weird this? anytime Lost. somebody isn't. You're like, really? You weren't already? Well, well, I, I mean, it's surprising that they didn't pick somebody to be. I, when I say they, it's surprising that the Las Vegas Knights didn't pick a winner ahead of time, or, or maybe a better way to phrase it, I'm surprised more Las Vegas casinos didn't go suckling at the teeth that is well, and that's the, the Las Vegas Knights. That's the weird thing about this, because for the most part, the Knights seem to be hooked up with MGM because of where they're located. And all the properties that right, are right there. Right, but I mean, and when you see the advertising, when you watch the uh, watch the shows, I mean, you everybody's seemed well represented. You do. I mean, you see the palms on there. Obviously, yeah. circa. I mean, they've they've got a ton of different. I don't know if they're official partners or whatever, but um, they do have a ton of advertising with it. With it. Las Vegas locally is reporting that Resorts World has plans to revamp their players club to offer better deals to locals in 2024. The first radical change needed is video poker, which follows the strip standard of seven, five, four jacks or better. That all came through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's. So then my question, my question for you, Mark, is without having been to Resorts World yet or for any listeners that haven't been to Resorts World yet, is their video poker less than Seven five on jacks are better. No, no, seven five is the normal on the strip. They're trying to cater to locals. You can't cater to locals without having optimal video poker <laughs> options. Well, Durango is. So. Well, Durango isn't going to be a local <laughs> casino if they keep that shit up. <laughs> and lastly, Venetian has a new lobby bar named Sala One One Eight. No idea what that means, but it appears to replicate the theme of the property throughout. Which means Italian? Yes. Okay. Ornate. Venetian. Yes. Right. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. <laughs> like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up, and so is our river segment. Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, 
Exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com. This week we have a 360 Vegas FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share those experiences with you. This week, you folks went out and explored Durango and Fountain Blue. Tell us about your first-hand experience. So we, first for Durango, we need, I have a couple follow-up comments, but I want to get Karen's perspective on Durango. What, what did you think? Um, it, it's a pretty property. I don't know. We went at night, so... Right. It was already dark, so I couldn't really see how much like natural light comes into the place. Mm-hmm. But it was ridiculously packed. Um, Brand and, new and property, not surprising. It is. And, and I was, think it was like a Friday. It was Friday when we went. Yeah. Uh, we were trying actually to, so it was after we recorded the show, and so we were trying to find some place to eat dinner. And we're like, well, let's pop down to the, the food hall that's there right, and right. see what we can grab. And it was wall-to-wall people in the food hall. The lines for the oyster bar. All the food was packed. Which doesn't surprise me. Almost all the food. The pizza, (laughs) almost all the food. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. The pizza place, the burger place, um, and the, even the Hawaiian place, like literally had had queues that were just trailing off and like into the depths of the, of the casino. (laughs) Right, right. Um, We ended up just grabbing a sandwich because there was no way I was going to wait in those lines and the, the Italian place that I wanted to, to try to get into, because uh, we were there at like 7, I don't think they had anything available till like 9.15, which was crazy. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I didn't want to be there. Oh, and the, where, where we ended up eating, they have a sandwich place that I do not recommend. Right. It was horrible. It was Uncle Polly's. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely terrible. There, there's a reason why there was no line. There was no to, line to get for that whatsoever. Although, yeah. Scott, I think Vital Vegas posted that they had a really good chicken parm sandwich that looked messy as hell, but he said tasted, tasted delicious. So I don't know, but we didn't. Our experience did not equal no, that. No, because I got a roast beef sandwich. You got a club. You got a club. And I think Alistair got a BLT. And Alistair's might have been the best one out of the bunch. Right. But it's really kind of hard to screw up bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah. So. Well, it can be done, but. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not yeah. I, so I don't. The, the things I wanted uh, that I re-recalled was that it smells bad. Like, it reminds me of uh, the perfume oh, blast you right. get when you walk into Red Rock. Like, luckily, when you walk into the casino, it all kind of. Eventually. But you, but you come in from the parking garage right into the back of the food hall, which right. has the lower ceilings. Uh-huh. And, and so it just, it, it just I remember that now. It, it hits you as soon as you come in, which is also kind of ironic because the food hall smell, you would think that's the one that would come right, up the Right, that most. would be the appealing thing. That's why they put it where they put it. But yeah, but no, it, you, you get hit yeah. with that perfume uh-huh. smell as soon as you walk in, and it was strong. Yeah. Now, the windows at night are not bad. I know I initially said I was concerned about them, but they have an infinity mirror effect that I, I think looked really cool. <laughs> Is he playing with the dog? I'm sorry. I don't sorry. know what he's doing. He, he he's got doing. all, like, giddy. <laughs> Tony, come but back, the, Tony. <laughs> the, one thing, the, the one thing that I thought um, I made the comparison that it wasn't like Red Rock, and I, and I still I still stick to that. But what I I will say is it, it's more like Aliante, and I think that was Alistair that helped me to realize that that would be more appropriate because Aliante was actually built after Red Rock. Yeah, it did not look like Red Rock to me at all. None, none whatsoever. And then the other one, we went and checked out Fountain Blue. Now, I've already covered what I think of Fountain Blue, Karen. What were your thoughts of Fountain Blue? <laughs> so, I was very unimpressed when we first walked in. So we, we she went, was. We went in the parking, parked in the parking garage, and you it kind of lets out into this hallway. It's a wide hallway, but it's a hallway that goes into the check-in area, which, okay, they had a beautiful flower display display that was way over the top, um, fresh roses and all this kind of stuff. And then you walk down another hallway to an area that looks like an indoor mall because you walk into it and there's these gigantic escalators that just go up. And I'm sitting here going, okay, where's the cool part? Like, where's the casino? It took us so long to get to the casino and then I'm like, okay. And I was expecting 
I think because the place is so big, I was expecting it to have like super high ceilings and be really big and open. It does. It's like three stories tall. It was it was not open. It reminded me, and I made this analogy to Alistair, which I think he agreed with me. It reminds me of Caesar's Palace in the way that you know how Caesar's Palace, you can't see straight through. Everything kind of, there's Most turns casinos, and hallways. And, well, no, but you can't at like the Venetian. You can at Bellagio. You cannot at Venetian. Okay, Palazzo. One of the two, whatever. Palazzo you can. Um, but, but this was so, it had so many windy pathways. And it had like a couple of the bars, like the walled off bars and lounges yeah, they, were in the middle of the property. Yeah. So you had to kind of walk around them to get, so the feel of it to me, Although it was much nicer than Caesar's, it had a similar layout feel to me of Caesar's. Mm. Um, I love the blue because there's blue everywhere, and it's one of my favorite colors. Um, the music <laughs> was 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 loud. I remember, and they kept they kept messing with the volume levels on the music when we were there. I don't remember that at all? Uh, the the cocktail that we had, the cocktails that we had were delicious mm. at the uh, blue bar. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I want to, there's a, a bunch of restaurants in there that I want to try, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I liked it better than Resorts World. I will say that. <laughs> so we agree Ooh. on that. Yeah. Um, Both of you agree that you think Fountain Blue is better, better than, than Resorts World? World? Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Why? Why? I don't, all of it. I think the way that it looks, the way that it feels, the the offerings that we had an opportunity to take advantage of. Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like I'm contradicting myself here because the same way that I'm kind of don't like the way Fountain Blue has all these you know winding turns and everything's kind of hidden. Resorts World is wide open. I mean, you yeah, you walk in like Palazzo, from the parking garage there, and you can see from one end all the way down to the far end where they it goes Palazzo's into the mall. Not even that way anymore now. Now they have the the. Uh, the, the Dorsey and the, or whatever it's called now, the Juliet. But but still, it's still the right. the ceilings are feel taller in Venetian and Palazzo. The, this felt again. There, there's a section in the middle that went up like three stories. Right. But the majority of the casino to me felt like the ceilings were low, mm. and it wasn't what I was expecting. Now we didn't go up to check out the the, the food hall. Um, we did eat at the cafe. Which was was very good. Um, I don't know. It just I wasn't I wasn't overwhelmed. So this is what I deal with, folks. I get so excited. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to show it to you. And you're like, so yeah, but, it's okay. Okay, so think about it. So so again, I keep going back to because since we opened or we moved here, the first thing that opened was Circa. Right. And Circa was like, wow. I mean, they had the stadium swim. They have the largest sports book. They have all this stuff that was kind of new. Right. Sure. And I don't know that the, the, there wasn't I, anything I, at Resorts World that I felt was new. And I, I don't know with Fountain Blue, like I didn't see that new wow thing that I was really into. I don't, I don't disagree with you on those, those points. I mean, I, I'll go back. There's, there's things that, especially if they get their video poker at the, the sports book bar to actually work. Um, <laughs> they were they were dealing with some some new glitches so, and for yeah, some, some reason the machines opening. wouldn't accept the money. <laughs> yeah, the wow. uh, yeah you sitting at the, the video poker bar, half the machines wouldn't yeah. even take the cash. <laughs> so yeah, it was interesting. Small problem. But yeah, that's what I thought. All right, now we're gonna roll. Let's roll into some listener feedback. Now, uh, first of all, for for the listeners, but Kevin in particular, Kevin McClure gave me permission to go ahead and just edit down his his. <laughs> Wonderful. Which, for the record, Wonderful. when you email us, you give us permission to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I took out, I Kevin, I hope you'll agree with me. I only took out the superfluous parts, and I kept in all of the good meat and potatoes that is. You want to come to Vegas? You want to be in Vegas? Kevin McClure's got some fun ideas. So, Karen, take it away. All right. Kevin writes, Dear Karen, Mark and Tony. I like that, that uh, sequence right there. That's good. Back in April, I took my wife to Vegas for our honeymoon which ended up a slight bust since she got quite sick on the way there and had to spend a few days in bed recovering before trying to salvage the trip towards the end. I remember that one. The poor thing I was do like, remember this trip. Yep. Which, again, Kevin, part of the reason why I minimally edited your trip report is because I'm like, buddy, you're getting a second chance at a honeymoon. So I'm going to encourage all of the fun uh, activities. So right. yes. what did he do, Karen? Right. What, what did he engage in? So now that she is recovered fully, we decided to try our honeymoon again and returned the 19th to the 24th for our normal Thanksgiving week trip. Yes, 
the day after the F1 race. But we were hoping that other than the deconstruction going on, that we wouldn't have to deal with too much. We gambled and won on that one, as it was really just minor inconveniences. That's true. We arrived at the airport around noon, grabbed a rideshare from the, co- the airport to Cosmo. Minor traffic, no issues, and was a total of about 16 bucks or so. I will simplify my ratings to a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 to 3 meaning I won't go back, and 9 to 10 meaning it will become a must-do again. So he's so not. Can I let me interrupt real quick? Uh, one of the things that he did is he did include some uh, four through nine, and, and and he just anything that Kevin said was a fourth through nine was kind of a meh, could do, probably wouldn't do again. And so I just, with all due respect, Kevin, I I added all of your four through nines out. I I'm, I want to know what did you hate. And what did you love? So this is what Karen's going to report. All right. All right. We arrived at Cosmo to check in and had what was probably our best check-in experience ever. Daniela greeted us, and we went through the usual procedures. I won't go into detail, but we got upgraded, and she waived the early check-in fee. Nice. That is a win, because I paid I paid uh, through the nose to get an early check-in. But it, for me, it was worth it. But if you can get it for free... Hell's bells go that route. Well, and the fact that they had an easy check-in the last couple times that we've tried to get in there, the lines at the check-in are just ridiculous. So I don't know if they haven't adopted the mobile app. I don't know what's going on. That's what I love about checking in at Caesars. It's so easy to do now. Then we had dinner at Nomad Library. I chose that because my my wife is a bibliophile and her favorite places in the world are libraries. Aww. So it seemed fitting. Dinner was delicious, and she said the filet was the most tender that she'd ever had. Wow. I had the lamb chops, and they were also good. A pricey option, but the atmosphere, service, and food were great. And the drinks were strong. Eight and a half out of ten, with the cost being the only deterrent. Wow, that's cool. So this doesn't hit his must-do, his must because he said if it was nine or ten, then it was a must-do. Yeah, but it's eight and a half. I it's it's but, almost I, there. I, I, yeah, I... I also, I looked at the menu. So because so as as I'm reading Kevin's review, like I'm pulling up on my own personal computer, I'm going to the website, I'm checking out the uh, Nomad Library. It ain't an inexpensive place to eat. Like if you're going there, mm-hmm. prepare to shell out a few hundred dollars per person. Yeah. But he gave such a phenomenal um, review about what it's a gorgeous space. I'm like, well, now I want like Kevin made made me want to eat there. Like I want to spend yeah. my hard-earned dollars because of Kevin. I'm like. That's a win. That's a win. Nine and a half. I run. I would try that. I completely forgot about that place. It's I, so I'm interested away. in trying it. I have heard that. So the, the the Nomad Bar is also associated with it, and you can get like their bar menu is right. related food and less expensive. Mm. So that might even be a, an option for folks if you want to sort of try it, but not fork over all the money. Um, that might be an option. Kevin continues, on Monday, she wanted to try the spot, Cosmo, and did the CBD Moroccan Journey. Nice. Where you lay on a giant rock and they pour water on you or something. (laughs) I got a massage and the amenities were great. Nine out of ten. Again, with the cost being the only deterrent to returning. Hmm. We did, I've been to that spot once. It was nice. No, I've been there once and it, it was really nice. Like, they greeted you with this little like lemony gluten-free treat bar when you first got in and it was delicious <laughs> um it was just it's kind of a fun space it is definitely like moroccan themed mm-hmm. but yeah go ahead tony i don't know if he meant it this way but part of the reason why i didn't edit all of this out was because i loved his line and here he goes where you lay on a giant rock and they pour water on you or something <laughs> is he making a little hat tip towards big waterboarded like he's <laughs> like he's joking that they're gonna they're gonna do something to you yeah, you might consider being waterboarding but it's kind of something that they do i was like that's fucking funny sir that is funny <laughs> and if that wasn't your intention i kept it in because i misread it and i thought that was your sick humor <laughs> that evening we went to super frico for dinner there was a problem it was only 5 30 p.m and with so few people at the restaurant, the service was very slow initially. It took almost 10 minutes after seating to have the water and server come to the table. I remember that when we were there. Yeah. When they first seated us, it took forever for somebody to finally come out to the table. I mean, after that, they seemed to go pretty quickly. Right. Except for refill on the cocktails. Like, they never came back to check on whether or not we wanted more cocktails. Hmm. However, the food came out quickly. 
She ordered the gnocchi, and I ordered the branzino. Both were below average at best. This was the only disappointing meal we had the entire week, and wow. honestly, we won't go back. Three out of ten. Wow. I Yeah, that's... <laughs> Fair enough, man. <laughs> Sorry. After dinner, we took a rideshare to the Monday's Dark show that I wrote about last time, in which a local charity receives a $10,000 check at the end of the night. The theme was the music of Queen, and as always, performers from shows around the city volunteered to perform covers and were awesome. That is awesome. The charity of the week was the Las Vegas Opera. We actually plan which week to go to Vegas around the Monday's Dark shows. It's that good. Wow. 10 out of 10. I remember them talking about this on his last review, and I still have it kind of looked into that schedule. Where is it located? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe you'll probably just have to look into, quote, unquote, Monday's Dark. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. We can Google it. I'm sure we can find it. Tuesday morning, we ate at the Henry, which was fine. And then we did an ATV tour of the El Dorado Canyon. (laughs) Because she's never ridden an ATV and wanted to try. Why not? (laughs) You're in Vegas. Why not? It's awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but a little pricey, so I think it's a one-time thing. Yeah. Seven and a half out of ten due to, due to cost, though the event itself was fun. Eight out of ten for the Henry, but skip the $6 coffee and just drink water. <laughs> we walked and gambled the rest of the day and wanted to try Cathedral at Aria for a late dinner. Mm-hmm. I had a steak, and she had a chicken dish. We shared their take on mac and ham and cheese. It may have been the pre-dinner drinks at, at the Chandelier Bar or the earlier day drinking, but we both agreed that while the food wasn't decent, but we both agreed that the food wasn't was decent. Sorry, um, wow, I read that sentence. Hold on, but we both agreed that while the food was decent, it's probably a one and done for us. There you go, Kevin. Sorry, it took me so long to get through that. <laughs> Again, that was not a Kevin writing; that was a Karen reading issue. <laughs> Let me just say now that we had a great time downtown. We found the Sigma Derby game nearby. She loves the electronic version of it. And this took it to a new level. Maybe because we were both getting hammered by this point, but the janky horses and the group of people around the machine made it so much better. Yeah. And at 25 cents a bet, $10 went a long way between us. Right. <laughs> it is, and it, it's fun, like the camaraderie you get sitting around there and everybody's kind of talking cheering and cheering and, and yeah. that's a lot of fun yeah then we had the brisket fried rice at eight each for at eight east for lunch 10 out of 10 we will do it again wow so i did a little bit of a in case it wasn't obvious i guess i did a little bit of a hard um edit between them doing what they were doing tuesday morning and them showing up for downtown uh, uh vegas part of the reason though why i wanted to interject here was simply to say that I love the fact that and we ran into someone at at um uh, Zorkfest who was very anti downtown Las Vegas mm-hmm. and part of the reason why I just wanted to interject here was to say that I understand and respect if you're a if you're a solo female Vegas traveler you may feel as though downtown Las Vegas may not be the safest place for you to be but there's a part of me that kind of thinks that maybe that is more perception than reality. Yeah. And from the and, and I say that Today. from the standpoint that there's safety in numbers, right? And the best part about downtown Vegas, as you know, we're learning here, when you can sit at the at the Sigma Derby machine and you can build that camaraderie, that camaraderie, although it may not be the same people on on, on Fremont Street, it carries with you. Everybody downtown Vegas really, and at least in my opinion, my experience has been, watches out for one another. And my wife even, I, I, t- I chatted with my wife about this particular review and in, 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 in our friend from Zorkfest. And she said, my, my wife understood and respected where she was coming from, again, being a solo woman, being, you know, downtown. She said, but there's a certain, um, be aware of your environment that comes with anywhere that you're at. And she said... Again, I'm paraphrasing my wife. The best part about downtown is you can be in in 12 seconds 
in a casino yeah. where you can talk to somebody if you don't feel safe. And and yeah. that's what I loved about this particular review is you built that camaraderie sitting around that um that Sigma Derby. Uh, what a shoot. I, Sigma I, I, Derby. My, my memory. Sigma Derby, thank you. Sigma Derby the machine. Yeah, shut up, Karen. <laughs> and and you will carry that with you. People watch out for one another downtown is has always been my experience. I can't encourage people to visit downtown Las Vegas harder than I do present day 2023. No, completely agree. Yeah. Kevin continues. Now for dinner. We, we went to Pizza Rock. I've heard Mark mention that he likes the place, so we decided to go there instead of Evil Pie, both of which we've never been to. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was closer to where we stumbled out of the D, I think. <laughs> Maybe it's because we were off our proverbial tits. Sorry, Karen, since you're probably reading this. But that may be the best damn piece of pizza I've ever stuffed into my face hole. No, it's not. <laughs> you, it, it's, it, it is the best pizza you've ever had before. It, it, it's not, not a maybe. You were. It was the manager special of the day, so I don't remember what was on it. But we both agreed <laughs> it was amazing. You got to love, like, I don't know what it was, but I ate something and it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Then I gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to be like your... I can't even recommend it to anybody. Like, what did you have? Like, I don't know. Just go there and eat. (laughs) I wonder if it's going to be... It won't be because it's Pizza Rock, but if it would be like your Tony Roma's experience where you're like, oh my God, this is the best whatever it was That's what I mean. He stumbled into true greatness. It'll it'll be fantastic if you go back. When you sober up and try it again, you'll be like, holy fucking shit, this earned the 10 out of 10. (laughs) 10 out of 10, we will definitely be back. And I want to see if it's really that good or if we were just drunk. I I love it, Kevin. I love it. We went back to Cosmo and on a whim said, hell, the opium show is closing before we return, so let's go see it. So we did. And generally enjoyed the performers. A 7 out of 10. (laughs) I don't know why that amuses me. So we went and saw a show. It was pretty good. Well, and they, they were had a busy day because then it says we had tickets. And, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to keep it, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Karen. No. Uh, we had tickets. Sorry. sorry, we were talking over each other. Oh, you're going to if you're Oh, sorry. Still if you're going to continue on, hold on a second. Part of the reason why I kept it 7 out of 10 is because I thought, how fun is it for him to say, listen, for anybody who saw it, good for you. For those of you that didn't make it, you didn't miss much. Like, I loved, I loved Karen's re- review of it. It is, it is a true 7 out of 10. That is a C-level grade, right? <laughs> if you got to see it, cool. You, you got to see it. If you didn't see it, you didn't miss a whole hell of a lot. It's a 7 out of 10. I love that review. <laughs> we had tickets to the 1030 showing of Fantasy, so we walked over to Luxor. The show was actually surprisingly well-performed. The ladies were lovely, and the MC was a great singer and hilarious. 8.9 out of 10. It is a great show. I think we got spoiled. Like, it was the first topless show that we saw, and then you were kind of like, all right, they're just going to get better from here. You're like, no. No, Fantasy's probably one of the best ones. Yeah. Thanksgiving Day, we went to the Lion Habitat Ranch in Henderson, where they have the lions, duh, and other animals. <laughs> That he wrote that duh in there. That is not me calling out Kevin <laughs> on the duh. It's a small nonprofit place that also has a giraffe named Ozzy. My wife got to help Ozzy do a painting, which is part of the fundraising the ranch does to support the animals, oh. and feed him lettuce and cookies. <laughs> she loves giraffes, and the eccentric in her can't wait to hang the painting on the wall. Aww. Nine out of ten. That's cute. We still That's haven't cute. done that. I can't. I wanted to edit the shit out of that, and I'm like, no. I love animals so much, and this is a giraffe story. Of This just this spoke to me. Listen, the guy who's got the editing button, speak to me, and I won't edit your shit down, a la Kevin. So this was absolutely amazing. I don't know that I would necessarily do this or that um, $10,000 check charity thing that Kevin talked about, but it was just so freaking, in, that, that Monday is dark. It was so freaking interesting to me. I'm like, well, I got to keep this in because if it entertains me, it will entertain the <laughs> listeners. So, also by the way, yourself, for buddy. listeners at home, that, for listeners at home that don't know what's going on, Karen keeps taking a little uh, a little half break cough, and so I'm trying to vamp for her to allow her the opportunity <laughs> to, to make it even more difficult for me to just know, edit out very cleanly. 
Sorry, no, yeah, just... no. Uh-huh. We're gonna, I'm just going to talk, and I'm going to fill it. And Mark has no editing he has to do. Yeah, sorry. This is me still, the lingering effects of the sinus infection I have. i got this cough that I just can't get rid of. And the more I talk, the more I need to cough. So we're, we're having some struggles here. All right. We stopped at South Point around lunch with the intent of having our Thanksgiving meal there. But all the restaurants were booked, and the line for the buffet wrapped around the casino. We still wanted to hang out for a while, so we played slots and even sat down to play roulette at the table. We were the only two at the table, and as such, the dealer was much more engaged with us and let us take our time deciding bets. $5 minimum total, with ones scattered around. Nice. nice. We each that is, left that up... a beautiful way to play. It is. <clears throat> we each left up about $20, so that was a lot of fun. South Point gets a 9 out of 10 for the variety of things to do, low minimum gambling, and overall fun. Mm-hmm. That night, we went to the magician's study. We ended up having a really good time and enjoyed the small venue. Tickets were reasonable. There is a lot of audience interaction if you're on the front row. Otherwise, it's fine. 9 out of 10 for the show. Thanks for the heads up there, buddy. I, d- I, did, the yes, I loved so I call that the Josh. I call that the Josh review. The fuckery factor. Right? The audience like, fuckery let factor. Let us know, listeners, exactly what what's the level of audience fuckery. If you like it, cool. If you don't, that's okay too. Right, but exactly. give us the heads up, listeners, as yep. you're doing your your trip reports. What's the audience fuckery? Right. Finally, I just want to give a shout out to Monamiga B for something they did for us in November of 2020. He's going back a ways. Yeah. Because of the travel concerns of COVID, we were unable to go on our annual November trip. My then-girlfriend, now wife's, favorite restaurant is Monomiga B. So I decided to reach out to them to see if I could buy a few cocktail napkins, bread bags, etc. with their logo on it Aww. and kind of recreate the experience in a very small way for her birthday, Look at this guy. which is November 30th. The events manager reached out to me herself and over the course of a few months helped me with creating the menu I would cook Email me a few of their recipes, ship the napkins, bread bags, some glass birthday plates, two of their restaurant's linen napkins, and even a pound of their coffee that she loves. All free of charge. Wow. I printed out some pictures of the restaurant, decorated my patio to look like a French bistro, cooked the meal the best I could, and gave her the surprise of her life on her birthday. See? To tear up. Wow. I was like, Jesus, way to fucking set the bar for the rest of us, dick. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're never going to... Uh, Mark would never come up with that. No. Uh, I'll admit, that's, right. that's far too thoughtful. You want to get a lifetime patron who will dine at your restaurant every time they can? That's how you get a lifetime patron. No kidding. Anytime you can help me... See? You can make... Uh, Anytime you can help me make an amazing woman happy cry, <laughs> you earn my future money. <laughs> Look, you did it again. Look at that. Come you did it again. Come on, Karen. <laughs> Come on, the, awesome. the older I get, the more I cry at everything. But That's this is awesome. super sweet. In closing, y'all seemed confused in my last letter about the terms, quote, V slash R as a signature block. In the military, V slash R stands for very respectfully and is the normal sign-off on emails. So, until we return in March, Kevin. Aw, thank you, sir. That was awesome. That was excellent. Yeah, that was that a fantastic was review. I'm glad we finally got to that. Well, uh, and, 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 and I will say to all of the listeners, Karen, uh, Kevin in particular, thank you for understanding that when your emails come in, Mark ships them off to me. I edit them down. We have the, make sure that the, 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 the yeah, we exactly. have the lawyer the review them awesome before they get read on the air. Now. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, here's the deal. And, and if listeners are wondering, how do I, how do I provide a, uh, a, a, some, a trip report? that gets minimally, minimally edited down. Stick to just what you did that was very Vegas specific. The more Vegas what you're doing is, the more I'm going to keep it in. If you, the more you try to te- tell me about your flight out to Vegas, your flight home from Vegas, right? Whether or not that meal sat well in your belly or the, you know, <laughs> a creme de brulee didn't, you know, made you feel icky. That that shit gets edited out. But Kevin, this trip was amazing. And knowing that Mon Amiga B was like, yes, sir, here's all of the ways That's to yeah, be amazing. able to That's... woo your woman. Right. To that do is the so naughty cool. she'll only do on your birthday. <laughs> yes, that is awesome. Good for him. Listen, I... I think that's going to do it for episode number 468. 
Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our buddy Kevin did, please send it to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time.